America. We are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. This is Perspectives, the show where an examination of our many differences often shows us how much we have in common. I'm Condis Presley, and as we make plans for the new year, in fact, the new decade 2020, gosh, can you believe it's here already? There are many opportunities for young people desiring to make that major change in their lives to do so with the assistance of an organization active in Atlanta, Year Up Greater Atlanta. It's a one-year intensive training program that provides underserved young adults, folks between the ages of 18 to 24, with a combination of hands-on skills development, coursework that is eligible for college credit, corporate internships, and that all-important wrap-around support. And joining me to talk about the Year Up Atlanta organization, their program and services that are offered is the executive director, Grace Jackson. Grace, good to see you again. Thank you. Good afternoon. So we were talking about being ready for the holidays, and you said you can't get ready for the holidays because it's super busy in your office. Why don't things slow down at Year Up Atlanta this time of year? Oh, things do not slow down at Year Up. We enroll, um, we have a 365-day enrollment process, and we are gearing up for our March cohort of students. We plan to bring in 200 students um, in March, and half of those students will be um, at our core site at 730 Peachtree Street. And we will have um, 120 students um, enrolled at on the campus of Atlanta Technical College. So break it down and, and tell our listeners how the year of, I sort of glossed over all of the things that you guys are able to do, but sure. just talk to us about the program and how it works. I would love to. We run effectively a one-year workforce development program. And we are, as you mentioned earlier, focused on young adults, 18 to 24, who um, have a GED and or a high school diploma, and they are not enrolled in any post-secondary education. And we effectively bring those individuals into our program, and we focus on technical skill training in a variety of in-demand um, areas and also soft skills training, and that's where our secret sauce is. And so the students will effectively um, focus in learning and development for the first six months of the program. And the second six months of the program, students earn internship. Once they earn internship, they are on internship for six months. At the end of the internship, an employer would have an opportunity to um, basically convert that young adult to a permanent hire. So we are moving individuals, young adults, from the ages of 18, from minimum wage to a career, not a job, because most of our students already have jobs, to a career in just one year. How do these young people in these underserved communities find out about the opportunities through Year Up Greater Atlanta? Oh, that's a great question. Well, they can always go to our website, yearup.org, click on Atlanta, and complete an interest form. It will take literally three minutes to complete 
the interest form. Once those forms are completed, and we receive about 1,200 um, forms annually, and we will then contact those young adults. We have a very active recruitment staff here locally in Atlanta. We'll contact those students and bring them in for interviews. What are the qualifications if someone is thinking about applying for the program? You want to make sure that they're ready and don't get the no. So, Oh, that's a great question. The, the biggest qualification, as I mentioned, making sure they have a GED and or high school diploma and a willing attitude, someone who's willing to learn. And the reason I say willing to learn is because they're going to learn a lot about themselves in the program. We um, work with the entire person. So that means not only the academic portion, of um, the academic part of learning, but we also look at all, the, all of their soft skills, their attire, how they present themselves. Um, and in, in order to do that, we're constantly providing our young adults with feedback in the program. So it's a really intensive program. It's a lot of fun. I would encourage anyone who's interested to go to our website or come on down to our location at 730 Peachtree and on the campus of Atlanta Technical College to visit. Does anybody ever get into the program and then, for whatever reason, not complete the program? Oh, yes. We do have students. On average, our retention rate is 75 percent. Our goal is to ensure that 75 percent of the scholars, the students who start our program, complete our program. However, I will tell you up front, the interview process is pretty robust. It's pretty intense because we want to make sure that students fully understand what they're getting into. Um, what's involved in the program. So we have several opportunities for students to take a look at Year Up to fully understand the program prior to fully enrolling and committing um, to the program. So you've got to be of low or moderate income. What exactly in the numbers space are you guys looking for in those candidates? Well, most of our students um, or young adults are earning on average five to $9,000 annually. Um, some earn uh, or family income may be slightly higher. However, our students start at minimum wage, and at the end of our program, they are earning $17 per hour. I was reading on the website that there is also in the Europe program opportunity for some of our DACA students. Tell me about that. Oh, yes. One of the things about Europe that's exciting is that we don't turn anyone away. We want everyone, if you are in the United States and you are underemployed and or unemployed and not enrolled in post-secondary education, you qualify for Europe. Um, and that's the great thing about our program. So even our DACA students come into our program if they're enrolled at, on the campus of Atlanta Technical College. So they're dual enrolled in Year Up and Atlanta Technical College. The benefit is that we, meaning Year Up, covers the cost of their education, so all of their coursework, as well as their books, and all of their fees. So this program, I didn't say this, Condis, but the program is really free of charge. It's at no cost. Our students have the ability to earn a small educational stipend on a weekly basis, but fundamentally for that year, it's at no cost to our students. And at the completion of the six-month internship and the opportunity of having that internship converted into full-time employment in the metro Atlanta area or where the company might need this person, starting salaries for these folks, you're going from five to $9,000 a year to what? About $36,000 on average in Atlanta. So a real meaning, not to mention their benefits, 401k, health insurance, all those Great benefits. We are privileged in Atlanta from a Europe perspective. We have terrific partners. 
Kaiser Permanente provides health care coverage for the students who are enrolled um, in Europe. So they have the bridge while they're training, they're um, covered. And then once they're hired, they are generally, um, of course, are covered by their employer. So one of the other interesting um, little known facts is that we are supported by over 50 corporate partners. There are a number of corporate partners that have been with us for the entire 10 years we have been in Atlanta. And they rely on us solely as their workforce, not solely, but as their workforce um, arm for their entry-level talent. So we effectively do all the training and fulfillment for organizations like Cox and NCR and Equifax, just to name a few, the Federal Reserve. We have a number of just terrific partners. Bank of America has come on extremely strong and really um, they volunteered to meet with our young people and to help them prepare for their um, careers. What does it say about these corporate partners who look to Europe and look to Europe, Greater Atlanta, to be that workforce development partner so that they are not having to look outside of their community for those entry-level employees? Oh, it's it's a win-win for both of us, right? I mean, ultimately, society benefits. The Greater Atlanta community benefits by having this partnership. We basically do the training. And the interesting part um, about this is that um, those organizations come to us and say, we have a specific skills gap in this area or employment gap in a particular area. We can receive those job descriptions and we can train young adults to basically fulfill those respective roles within the organizations. So right now we are focused very heavily on IT. Most of our um, students are focused on IT. However, we have students that are focused in business as well. So we have a number of individuals that are focused in accounting and also we're starting a new track which would be our customer service um, track that will come on board next year. So walk us through some of the tracks that are available as you say the customer service track will be uh, started in 2020. So we have cybersecurity, we have PC repair and hardware, um, we have project management, um, we have customer service that is, is starting. We have accounting uh, with the focus on financial operations. So those individuals that can perform all of the back office financial um, operations, whether it is in a call center or they can um, actually serve as a junior level um, finance professional. One of the things that we're most proud of is our focus is for our students to, of course, become gainfully employed in a career, to be career ready. Um, to fill, fulfill the jobs that are needed today in metropolitan Atlanta. But also, our students have the opportunity, after they've gone through our program, they've built their confidence, they have an opportunity to then um, earn while they learn. Many of our students and alums that are in the program today are not only working, but they're also attending college on a part-time basis and or, if they're in IT, maybe not college, but a boot camp to get additional training. So we're really proud that we help launch individuals um, into their careers, but it's up to them to continue to study and to grow and develop. How did you get involved in this kind of work? That's a great um, question. Because nonprofits not, was not your, your primary occupation. No, that, that is correct. I spent the last 27 years in financial services, and prior to that, I worked in the automobile industry, and I volunteered for a year up. So I started as a volunteer, 
Um, and then I was so fascinated with the program because I will tell anyone, if you're interested, just please come down and take a tour. We're open on most days, Monday through Friday. So um, it is really a busy place and we welcome people to come and tour. And after spending a considerable amount of time with the team, I recognized that, wow, this is something that was near and dear to my heart. I had a passion for helping young people launch their careers, especially individuals who are disconnected from the mainstream economy. But to see young people who are so energized and excited about working in their career um, um, really excited me because I, at that point, was more seasoned in my career. And just to see that renewed energy around work and wanting to be the best and wanting to learn new skills and wanting to be successful but didn't really have the opportunity to be successful. So how many classes does Europe produce a year? How many students, how many lives are you guys changing in the course of a year? In the course of a year, we have a minimum of, um, we serve a minimum of 400 students. Um, We have five learning communities. So each learning community is comprised of approximately 40 cohort of students. So students come in and they really get to know one another very intimately. They support each other. It's a very collegial and supportive environment. The whole focus, I might add, is not just on college. For those who have tried college and said, that's not for me, this is um, very different. It is taking coursework in preparation to go to work in your career. So very, very different um, focus. So I would encourage those who may not have been successful in the past in college, about 45% of our students have tried college where they either ran out of money and or they just didn't thrive for a variety of different reasons. Because college is not for everybody. Absolutely. And we don't really even push um, college so heavily. Our whole goal is helping people to see the best in themselves and helping them to launch their careers and helping young people see um, that they too can be successful and what does that look like for them and as you as you know it looks different for every individual so we really um, I have a terrific staff and we spend a considerable amount of time really getting to know our young people intimately we know a lot about them after the um, during the course of the year and um It's interesting that many of our alums now, since we've been um, in Atlanta for 10 years, are now coming back. They have risen in their respective roles. They're coming back and hiring our current um, students. So that's pretty exciting to see young people pay it forward. We're talking to Grace Jackson. She is the executive director of Year Up Greater Atlanta. It's a program, as she said, more than 1,200 applications of low-income young adults between the ages of 18 and 24 earning between five dollars $9,000 a year. But at the conclusion of this one-year program, many of them converting these six-month internships into full-time employment, career employment in a number of key fields. You mentioned some of the corporations that work with Year Up. I would imagine, Grace, there's a need for more, right? Absolutely. There's always a need for more. Interestingly enough, we're serving five cohorts of students. As I mentioned, we'd like to grow. Um, and that is our plan for the next, um, not next year, which is 2020, but 20, 2021. We want to continue to grow our program each um Every six months, so in March and also in August and um, September when we bring in cohorts of students, there are always students who are on the waiting list. Mm. And we really don't want um, 
any student to have to wait six months for his or her opportunity. And as you know, six months in the life of a young person is a long period of time, especially if you are in need of significant financial support. So we are excited that um, in order for us to grow, we would need additional corporations to support us. And they can support us in a variety of different ways. The first would be, of course, to host an intern. Um, Secondly, mentor a student. Um, The third way that um, people support us is they come to our site and speak to students. Students need to hear from industry experts. We have a number of um, executives and professionals who come to our site just to lean in and speak to our students, and students absorb and soak up all this great knowledge that, um, um, that professionals are willing to impart in them. So we learn from each other. We've had instances where we've had organizations that have come and they've, um, we've practiced speed networking. How do you <laughs> network? What does that look like? Our seven-second ele- um, elevator pitches, um, come and judge those. How did, how did the students do? What, what type of performance? What do you say when you're on an elevator and you run into the CEO and you have just seven seconds? How do you introduce yourself? What are the key things that you should focus on? So it's um, a pretty exciting program. What are the key things you should focus on? I'd run into the CEO in my elevator. I'd be like, hi. <laughs> hi. And you introduce yourself and tell them what you bring to the table. And it has to be quick. So don't forget your name, a handshake, and what are your two or three key deliverables that you're known for. Talk to us about that handshake. I was with a group of young students just the other day, and I made sure at the end of our visit that we all shook hands. And this was a group of young ladies because that handshake is critical. Yes, the handshake is critical. And we practice it every day at Year Up. Number one, our students are dressed in business attire, which is donated. So students do not have to pay for attire, business attire. And so part of that is changing who they are on the outside so they can see themselves as that budding young executive. And part of that is learning how to shake hands. Firm, a firm handshake, not too firm, just right. And also to make eye contact, not to look down, but to look look a person in the eyes to have the confidence to do that and have the confidence to do your research before you meet with individuals so you know a little bit about their background using some of our public sources like LinkedIn and um, and um, Googling individuals that you're going to meet with to find out what are the one or two things I would like to speak to Condis about in, in the five minutes, five or ten minutes I may have her attention, being really deliberate on what should I really focus on because you can't focus on everything. And what you're talking about, Grace, are the soft skills that you don't necessarily learn in high school. That is correct. And that's where we shine. As a matter of fact, many of our employers love our soft skills training. And what excites them about it is that's what we didn't learn in college. For many of us who attended college, we sort of fumbled our way through maybe early in our career. But those social graces in the office, what does that look like? Email etiquette, in, um, business writing, how to make a presentation. And as you know, some of the presentations are not written presentations. They may be just having a conversation. How to be persuasive in what you're trying to articulate. How are you articulating your thoughts and ideas? And are you succinct? Did you use the right um, tense? All those things that we 
we focus on on a daily basis with our scholars. And I will tell you, I would encourage anyone just to come to our site to see our young people and how hard they're working on those soft skills. It's amazing because one of the things we've learned is this, um, you'll get hired for the technical skills, but most people are fired for soft skills or the lack of soft skill training. And so for our students, they thrive because they really, we really hone in on those soft skills. Grace, talk to our audience about this. It's important increasingly in corporate America for employers to bring on candidates who can do the job but at the same time, bring their authentic selves into the workplace every day. How do you shape your Europe candidates so that they are positioned to succeed in corporate America without losing who they are? Oh, that's terrific. That's a great, that's a great question. We really focus on diversity, equity, and inclusion, and part of um, inclusion, and we do this on a, on a frequent basis, daily basis, who are you and how do you bring yourself to the table in a way where it's pro- where you're professional you're, and you're adding value and you're adding value from your perspective? As you know, everyone's perspective is very different and not being afraid to do that. I think what happens is sometimes um, individuals are afraid to share their perspectives for fear that they will be ridiculed. Um, and at Year Up, we really work with our scholars to um, help them to understand when you work in a professional setting, it is a very, most cultures are very collaborative today. And so part of a collaborative culture is you have to be able to share. Number one, people need to get to know you and you have to get to know the other individuals and in the spirit of helping to um, deliver results. And you can't do that if you're not bringing your entire self to the table. But there's a certain degree of uh, coaching in the area of, of code switching there, isn't there? Yes. We do talk to our students, especially our millennials, about code switching. As you know, um, we're living in a world where, with Instagram and social media where everything's a text and it's instantaneous. And we ensure that students understand it is important to code switch. Not every language or vernacular is appropriate in every environment. So you must learn how to navigate every environment, not just your personal environment. And that's the beauty. We, um, and we practice this on a daily basis, even in terms of how we greet one another in the morning. Good morning. How was your weekend? How do you share but not overshare? Um, how do you... Um, ask questions that are appropriate based on based on um, the topics that are at hand and not necessarily pushing your own agenda, but really focusing on what the leadership would like you to focus on within an organization. Is a part of the program in the soft skills training, does it involve helping one of the scholars, if necessary, for lack of a better way of asking this, clean up the social media profile? Terrific question. Yes. Our students work on Um, not only cleaning up their social media profiles and presence, but also to establish their LinkedIn presence. And what does that look like? Making sure your head isn't tilted. You know, you're not taking pictures with others on your LinkedIn profile. It's not, this is not the time for selfies, that you are articulating who you are and what your goals are um, for your career, learning how to navigate and network on LinkedIn. All of that is critically important. As you know, many um, HR professionals use LinkedIn as a recruiting tool, So, and they also look at social media. So those are the kinds of discussions that we talk about um, on a regular basis. If we have someone who's listening today, Grace, who is interested in 
being a candidate and perhaps becoming one of the LinkedIn scholars for 2020, a class in 2020 or beyond, how do they contact you? And then I have a follow-up. Okay, there are two ways that um, as a prospective student can contact us. They can um, go to yearup.org and click on Atlanta and complete the interest form, and we will circle back with them very quickly. We have a very good response time. And then locally, if they would like to call us, they can um, contact us at area code 470-891-5188. And for the businesses, business owners who might be listening, and you've mentioned a number of large corporations that partner with Year Up, but there are other businesses and and companies, whether it's a chain of car dealerships or computer repair shops that may not be the giant Fortune 100, Fortune 500 companies that are here in Atlanta, but are Fortune 1000 companies that are here in Atlanta, and you could could partner with you. Should they do the same thing? Absolutely, and we would welcome... um all any midsize and or large organization. As a matter of fact, we have a really diverse set of um, corporate engagement partners today. Of course, we're looking to expand, but if you want to know more, they can contact me directly, and it's very easy. It's gjackson at yearup.org. Grace Jackson at yearup.org. Thanks for your time. Thank you, Condis. Perspectives is a community and public affairs program crafted with you in mind. If there's a guest you'd like to hear interviewed or a perspective you think should be explored, let me know. If you're old school, just write me. 1601 West Peachtree Street, Northeast, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. Or message me via social media. I'm Condos Presley on Facebook, Condo29 on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks for listening. Be sure to listen again next week at this very same time as we examine another perspective.